Hey guys. Hey everybody. Oh, hey, what happened? Things happen. Things are happening Nothing here. To see here. Don't What's worry about here? it. We got it's a little... an exciting world. It really is. We've had some tech problems. Oh, look at that. There we go. All right. We'll just talk <laughs> over this for a minute. Oh, uh, everybody is doing their best to do it, and you got to do it. Everybody's right? doing it. Sea-Doo. Do you remember the company Sea-Doo? Wasn't that? I confuse it with Ski-Doo. Sea-Doo, I think, was a line oh. of jet skis. Oh, that's what I thought Ski-Doo was. Am I thinking of the catchphrase right? Everybody's doing it. Hang on. See do. Or wait. Or is <laughs> it see do versus ski do? Are they two different products? Oh, one's a jet ski, one's a wave runner. What's the difference? I don't know. Ski do looks snowmobile-y. Oh. Or at least oh, on yes, this commercial, ski have snowmobiles, it looks like, and sea dews Hello. have jet skis. That makes total sense. Mm-hmm. It's the same company, I bet. They I'm do afraid. a sea version and a ski oh, version. I see. Snow okay. and water. I'm a little afraid of not jet skis. What do you call them? What do you call the thing that you ride? A jet ski. That's a jet ski? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you call it when water you. Water skis. Water skis. Thank you. Invented right here in Minnesota. Thank you, everybody. Um, isn't welcome. that true? That's true, right? Yeah. Down with like Lake Pepin or something? Sure. I don't. Mike, does this ring a bell? I won't Am I just making it? things up as the show goes on? Listen, we never say that this is a 100% factual situation. People have to determine. We try to say stuff and we hope that we intellectually titillate you so that you then go and do your own research. That's right. Or blindly repeat what you've heard us say. Right. Now, wait a minute. Huh? Are you afraid to. You're I'm afraid it. of jet, jet skiing. Ski. You're uh, perfectly right, by the way. Yeah. Lake Pepin, Pepin. Lake City, Minnesota. Yeah. Samuelson, uh, Ralph Samuelson was the first uh, water skier. Isn't that great? Samuelson? 1922. How do you spell Samuelson? Samuelson, excuse me. Oh, okay. I like oh. the sound of No, I just like this. Samuelson. I wasn't trying to go hard. I just thought he said Samuelson twice, and I it did. made me think is this so close to being Samuelson? If so, we need to camp out here for a minute. All right. Wait. What? Are you afraid to jet ski? I'm afraid of jet skiing, yes. Have you ever? Yes. I mean, I don't recall driving one. I recall being on the back, and I'm like, we're going to hit a dolphin. Something's going to end terribly. We're going to flip. That thing's going to land on my head. Yeah, I just... It's not like you to think worst case scenario (laughs) at a very joyous time. Because I would argue that... You'd never see someone not happy on a jet ski. Uh, sure. But like, like if we jet skied to work. How can you tell if there if it's a look of terror or a look of joy? I will say I've only jet skied twice. <laughs> and the first time I did was in I don't mean to flex. Was it an ocean? One of the seven, by the way, I won't reveal which one, you creeps. But it was in an ocean <laughs> and we started hauling and I looked down and thought, boy, this is not a lake. This is a deep blue ocean. Who's to say that there's not a whale Correct. below me? I've seen enough videos where people are like, whoa, I just hit a whale. During this next commercial break, I'm going to show you some whale life no, videos. No, I don't want to see that. Because I know they're going to be like encounters. No, no, these are... Oh, I'll watch that then. I'm sorry I blew up. These are beautiful oh, yeah. okay. whale videos. Okay, that I will watch. I follow a lot of whales on Instagram. Me? 
I look at your Instagram during the break to see who you, what accounts yeah, you're following. Yeah, absolutely. I think I want. Can I add a couple humans? No, I'm following all the humans I want to right Mike, now. Mike, speaking of Instagram, did you check out Card Tricks by Jason yesterday? I did. Yeah. Thoughts? Uh, it's impressive. He's very skilled. Do you think he actually memorizes, as he says, I've studied this my whole life, I've got a feel down for these things, or do you think it is masterful sleight of hand or both? I think it is probably a combination of both, but I think it's very much mostly manipulating the deck. I have a very hard time believing, I have a harder time believing that he could possibly memorize all those in the quick little second that he is touching the deck than him some some way doing sleight of hand. Here's what we need you to do. Again, yeah. it's Card Tricks by Jason. Yep. Um, he's on Instagram. He is a snarky card trick guy. He is not your, like, Chris Angel, David Blaine magician who's wearing guy liner and trying to make you feel like he's having an exorcism, and then he spits out a king of diamonds from his <laughs> mouth. This guy is just shuffling cards, and he takes people's comments who say... Yeah, big shot. Well, why don't you try this? I want you to put a blindfold on, leave a timer up in front of us so that we know that there are no edits, and then randomly wash the cards and then pull out four aces without looking. And then he does. Mm -hmm. It's really, really crazy. I'll show you one of those tricks. Donna, you and I have a commercial break that is going to be chock full of some fun stuff. I cannot wait. (laughs) Plus, I got to get water. All right. Well, are we ever going to get to music news, do you think? Let's do it now. You want to? It's time to talk music. That's it. Um, Okay, another day, another artist in Nashville gets sloppy in public, you guys. And it's more than one that we're adding to the list. We had El King at Dolly Parton's birthday celebration at the Grand Ole Opry. I Mm. mean... She was swearing. She she was saying, "I'm hammered." That's never a great yeah spot to be in publicly on a microphone on it camera. Just, and it, it was a live radio broadcast. And people, yeah, exactly. And the, as they all are, and people at the Grand Ole Opry felt like she was being disrespectful because it is kind of like a sacred place. Yes, like so of many people before her. You know the the. Johnny, uh, the Carter family. I think there's a circle, the circle. Mr. Goddamn! Not different. Okay. Anyway, forget it. Um, uh, This time it was Chris Young. He got arrested for disorderly conduct in Nashville. Okay. He was at a place I've been to many times. Um, He, oh God. So he was drinking at the Tin Roof Bar. Okay. Agents from the Tennessee Alcoholic Beverage Commission came in and they wanted to check IDs. For some reason, Chris had a problem with that and he started questioning the officers. He started recording them. And when they left, he then followed them to their next destination, the doghouse, which is the bar next door. There, they were conducting another routine compliance check. But when they tried to leave, Chris Young blocked the exit oh boy and even put his hands on one of the agents and that escalated things so they hauled him off to jail he was also charged with uh resisting arrest and assault on an officer in addition to the disorderly conduct charge cops say his eyes were bloodshot and watery he was slurring his speech mm. he did he was released yesterday morning on $2500 bond but he's due back in court in February so there's that story. 
And then we uh, had your buddy, John Daly. Uh, he was, was he at Blake Shelton's bar? Um, this is in delicious audio, Mike. I've got it. You do? Okay, yep. so, I mean, he was just, he was at Kid Rock's bar. And he decided to join the band. And he wanted to take part in Knock It On Heaven's Door. John Daly edition. Find out where you're from, and we'll do this John Daly is Donna's type, so <laughs> mind you. <laughs> you know, it feels like John Daly's been doing that for a, a while. Time. The guy said he can put down 40 beers in a day. 4-0, everyone. I met him last year at the Masters <laughs> at a Hooters. How many beers in do you think he was? Many. <laughs> we saw it said John Daly here, and we quickly did a U-turn, went in search of John, John Daly. We find him. We decided, uh, well, we, he wasn't there the first night. He had already left. Second day we go back. My brother said we should buy a pack of cigarettes and then all have a cigarette in our mouth when we pose with John Daly. John Daly immediately knew that we weren't real smokers mm. and then lit a cigarette mm-hmm. and uh, stuck it into his nose sniffed mm. in, and then blew the smoke out of his mouth. And I thought that that was pretty aggressive for a first time meeting someone. <laughs> <laughs> and for those who don't know who he is... He is a longtime PGA Tour member. He won one major, as I believe. He's got long blonde hair, a Santa Claus beard now. He has always been the country bumpkin drunk uncle of the PGA yes, Tour. he always wears, like, fun pants. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and amazingly is alive. Because right. he smokes like a chimney and drinks, drinks like, like a, what's the word? Raging alcoholic. <laughs> Donna, if you're drinking 40 beers a day, yeah, if I was drinking 40 energy drinks a day, you'd say you're a caffeineaholic. Right. I don't think it's too far of a leap to say if you self-admit to 40 beers a day. You're probably drinking 80. <laughs> right? That's, I mean, ask any doctor. Could you imagine being the doctor with him? The oh, I have maybe uh, Could have been more than forty, maybe yesterday. three a day. Okay, let's quadruple that. Anyway, we gotta go. We gotta go. Mm. Hey, uh, there are some more predictions from a hundred years ago about today that uh, we'll run down. This is from nineteen twenty-four. Okay, we'll get to that and more when we come right back on my talk. Oh, hello, guys. If you are looking to add a fireplace to your home, you know, winter time. You start kind of doing an inventory on your house and the upgrades that you want to make. Well, I'll tell you what, if you're even thinking about switching out an existing fireplace from maybe wood burning to something like a gas insert, or maybe you want to go electric, do yourself a favor. Make sure Energy Savers Fireplaces is on your radar. You can stop into their showroom. They will come to your home, give you a free in-home estimate. Or if you just want to play around on their website and use some of their tools to help you visualize the fireplace of your dreams in your own space, it's a good time because there's a January sale going on for a little while longer where you can save up to $1,000 with their in-stock sale. Or you could get up to $500 off with their Hearthstone Wood Stove sale. Uh, If you're dreaming about that fireplace, here's what you do. You start out at EnergySaversFireplaces.com or stop by their showroom, your complete fireplace store just off of Highway 36 in Oakdale. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Wait a second. What is going What's on happening? here? Are we, is there a commercial on about pets? If you see a dog behind a fence, adopt it, you cruel. It says Post Malone chemical. Are we getting fucked? This is like that joke again. Yeah, this is weird. Huh. I don't know why this is in here. I don't either, but it's funny. Huh. Huh. I wish we were hearing Chemical by Post Malone. Me too. Me too. Because now I'm picturing a groundhog video. (laughs) Poor Pugs Tawny Phil. Being Lizard. held up. Pucks thought he's <laughs> cold. He's like, put me down. Put that, me down. That dude is living his best life. You think that all the other groundhogs who are, I don't know, burrowing into the mud and trying to make a hut of sticks, you think they wouldn't trade their life like that to be Punxsutawney Phil? I think Pete is wrong on this. <laughs> I think Punxsutawney Phil is just fine. He's like, you know what? Peter snitches get stitches, all right? Leave it be. Go on. Find someone else. Go break up some, you know, cockfighting ring or something like that. Sure. But I've got it good here. They're feeding me every day. I live in a library, for Pete's sake. (laughs) I'm not fighting for my life. Leave me alone. I just want to know what animals, if animals could talk. What they would really say to us. Mm. On that note, I'm going to change the subject. <laughs> I came across across some more predictions about oh, yeah, 2024 yeah. from 100 years ago. Okay? I intentionally didn't look at this list. I wanted to oh. feel surprised. Okay, this will be really fun. Uh, some were serious predictions and kind of spot on and some weren't so great. Give me a serious one. Uh, let's see. Uh, no, that's stupid. Uh, that's not good. Uh, okay. Uh, traveling to other planets would be easy and common. They compared it to crossing the Atlantic Ocean in 1924. Hmm. Yeah, that didn't pan. Mm. pan that way. Like I said, they're just like fact, like almost like factually. There's nothing really that fun about it. Like men would stop wearing corsets. Were we back then? I guess so. Is a corset a thing that you wear that tightens your ribs, kind of? Am I thinking of it yep. the right way? Yep. Were we like women corsets? in Victorian time, you know, they were tying yeah. it in the back to, like, cinch their waist. Yeah. I guess men were doing it, too. Interesting. Well, some men are wearing Spanx still, so... Compression I would argue shirts. it just evolved. I would argue the same. Interesting. Uh, people would think radios were silly and old school. How dare you? The radio set that amazed you the first time you listened in, they say, will excite laughter among Americans in 2024. Huh. 
I don't know if it would incite laughter. Every car still comes with a radio. But I think maybe they're thinking about the original old radio. Oh. Gather around in the family parlor. Yes. We're going to turn on the radio show. We're going to listen to a show. Yeah, okay. Jazz would be lumped in with classical music. This came from a Russian violinist who said it in 1924 to convince people jazz wasn't a, quote, destructive force in the world. Hmm. Yo, somebody want to check these facts? New York City would have 30 million people and Canada would have 100 million. Okay, I have some real numbers. Real numbers are around 8 million in New York and 40 million in Canada. So not quite. These people were way off. These are predictions from 100 years ago. We would run out of diamonds. No! (laughs) Jewelers. See what I did? Jewelers. What'd you do? You pronounce it? I pronounce jewel nice. instead of jewelers. You added the yeah, there's any other jewelry. Jewelers. Thought there wouldn't be any left and we would be making synthetic gems out of sugar. Now mm. we haven't run ring out. pops. We do have the ring pop. I love a good ring pop. Uh synthetic diamonds are a big business now. Not that we've run out of diamonds, but synthetic. Don't ask me any follow up questions, I'll Is punch you in the face. That like a good big <laughs> Oh. No, see, you're already, you're already still asking it. Stop asking. There would be flying clothing. Someone predicted we'd all basically wear suits that made us fly everywhere. <laughs> Jetpacks do exist, but they're not that common right now. Another person predicted concerts would be happening remotely. Now, that kind of did happen. Cornova. Right. Uh, They said bands would not have to tour if they didn't want to. Their live performances could reach people right at home. We're pretty close to that. I mean, we've got, you know, live broadcasts of concerts. Thank you. I'm not done. Good, because so far, (laughs) this list is very compelling. Our legs wouldn't work anymore. (laughs) They thought the muscles in our legs would have atrophied from never being used, all thanks to the invention of cars. Oh, see, we should have led with that one. That's when they thought horses were going to go extinct. Oh, that would be Because terrible. of the uh, invention of the car. Is that how it works? You just invent something and then horses no longer exist? That was what the people thought was going to happen, because mm-hmm. we would no longer need them as transportation. So they would just When's the last time, off? be for real, that you smacked a horse's butt? Fewer never. things are I've more never, satisfying. Never smacked a horse. You've never butt. done like a, like you tap a bag of soil at Home Depot. You've never done that to the hindquarters? I don't of, think so. Oh my gosh, they're full of muscle. And finally, beds would launch kids up and onto their feet in the morning. <laughs> then a flying bus would pick them up and get them to school in two minutes flat. Thank what was you. in these pipes back in 1924? Good question, Steve. We'll play a game, 651-641-1071. That's our telephone number. You can call now and play with us. You could be on the radio. It's a thrill. College of Pop Culture Knowledge next. for Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm. You know, I have learned a lot about personal injury from Mike Bryant and Bradshaw and Bryant. And uh, one thing I have learned for sure in the past year is that if you are ever injured in an accident, you need someone on your side fighting for your rights. Mike can review your damages to see how much your case is worth. 
And when we're talking about recoverable damages, we're talking about things like medical bills. We're talking about things like lost income. We're talking pain and suffering. We're talking emotional uh, distress. And the thing is that identifying those damages, calculating their value, that is the first step to knowing how much your case is worth. Mike Bryant and his team, they've got the tools to determine this value so that they can fight for what you truly deserve. Listen, get a consultation. It doesn't cost you a thing, and it'll provide you with a lot of insight. Bradshaw and Bryant has a history of success in personal injury law, and you will find them today at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. Welcome back to the show, the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. All right, we got our caller on the line. It is time to play a game. It's time to go to college. college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Yep. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Yep. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. It is time, and Donna, you have an opportunity to hit double digits today. Yes! Woo! You have a 9-6 to six advantage over Steve in yes. the early goings of this College of Pop Culture Knowledge this year. And today, we've got a birthday to celebrate. A 50th birthday. Sorry, you don't get to guess. 50, ber- 50 years old for one Ed Helms. Uh-oh. Very funny guy. Very funny okay. guy. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actor yeah, yeah, yeah. Ed Helms turns 50 years young today, and we are going to celebrate with a little College of Pop Culture Knowledge all about Ed Helms. Dana's on the line to play with us. Hey, Dana, good morning. How are you? Good morning, you guys. Good morning. Dana, I think you need to pick me because I don't know anything about Ed Helms, and I'm going to need your help if you know anything. Thank you. Now, Dana, okay. I would tell you that you should pick me because she doesn't know anything, and if you actually want to win a prize, Donna's already winning this game handily this year. If you want to win a prize, you want to team up with me because I know a lot about Ed Helms. Okay. Sounds good. I will. You're going to okay, come with Stevie? You're, are you going to team up with Stevie Boy? Oh, do I have to pick? Yeah. Have to yeah, I'll go with Stevie. Yeah. Right, I'll be back. Bye. <laughs> All right. All right, Dana, you're going to go on hold. Candy as... for us, Donna, huh? Chocolate? Uh, gummy. All right. <laughs> Taking requests now for those candy. Yeah. For yeah candy. Okay. All right. We're playing College of Pop Culture Knowledge again. Ed Helms, our category today. You feel pretty confident, Steve. I feel good. All right. Let's start it off with this one here. Talking about uh, comedian and actor Ed Helms. Like his office castmate, Steve Carell, Ed's big TV break came as a recurring correspondent on this satirical news program. The Daily Show. In the Hangover trilogy, what was his character Stu Price's profession? I think he was a dentist. I don't know if that's totally correct. In their official music video for the song Hopeless Wanderer, Helms, along with Jason Bateman, Jason Sudeikis, and Will Forte performed as this British folk rock band. Mumford and Sons. Anything you like repeated? Uh, I think the middle one is a dentist, but I don't know. But I feel very confident about number one and number three. I'm speaking to my lifeline at this point. I'd like to give a shout out? Uh, I'd like to shout out, yeah, firefighters. All right. Let's bring Dana back in here. Dana, you heard his answers. He seemed rather confident. How did you feel he did? I felt he did good, except that middle one. Maybe he might be off, but I'm not sure. But you're not sure either? Okay, so you're going to keep dentists there for that second one? Yeah, let's do it. Sounds good. We'll put you back on hold, and uh, we'll grab Donna. Donna! Now, she's going to be nervous because that went pretty fast. It did. And so she'll be be nervous. Um, I think she's going to do. Not well. Hey, Donna. We're ready. You ready? What'd you get? Ooh, peach rings. 
Wow. What are these that you're showing me? Uh, These are fun. These are like gummy circles bigger than Lifesavers and coated in sugar. I have a dentist appointment. I feel like this is the right way to pregame. Oh, for sure. Uh All right. How'd you do? I think very well. Damn it. I think I think three for three is my no. hope. Yeah, All you right. could do well though, Donna. I think you could win or okay. tie. Okay. Ed Helms, our category today, Donna. You ready to give it a roll? Sure. Comedian and actor Ed Helms. Let's get it started with this one. Like his office castmate Steve Carell, Ed's big TV break came as a recurring correspondent on this satirical news program. Pass. In the Hangover trilogy, his character Stu Price. What was his profession? I don't know, but he had a tooth problem. Dentist. In the official music video for the song Hopeless Wanderer, Helms, along with Jason Bateman, Jason Sudeikis, and Will Forte, performed as this British folk rock band. British folk, a fake British? A, a British folk rock band. Their official music video for the song Hopeless Wanderer, those four comedians performed as them. What was the first one? Uh, office castmate Steve Carell, yeah. satirical news program. I don't care. Okay. Let's run through these answers here. We'll see how you did. Let's start with the second one in the Hangover trilogy. Of course, it gave us this wonderful tune. Tigers dream of when they take a little tiger snoo. <laughs> Do they dream of mauling zebras or Halle Berry in her catwoman suit? Uh, that's Stu Price, and of course, he did have a problem with his teeth because he got so messed up, he decided to prove to everyone he was a good enough dentist, he could take his own tooth out. And that's what he did. So yes, dentist is the correct answer for that second one. Stuart Price was a dentist. Nicely done. Let's go to the uh, second one. Like his office castmate, Steve Carell, or the first one, uh, Ed's big TV break came as a recurring correspondent for this satirical news program. That program was The Daily Show. Mm. Hey, I did not know that. Yeah, mm. Steve Carell and his wife both uh, corresponded to the Daily Colbert. Show. Yes, even Colbert. A lot I mean, of people. A launch pad. So who's who there, including mm-hmm. Ed Helms. So there you go. That was his Samantha big TV B. role. Yeah. As well. Got her own show uh, uh, after that. So two to one is where our score sits as we head to the final one. In their official music video for the song Hopeless Wanderer, Ed Helms, along with Jason Bateman, Jason Sudeikis, and Will Forte, performed as this British folk rock band. Steve knew the correct answer was Mumford and Sons. Nicely done. If you haven't watched that music video, it's worth the watch. It's pretty hilarious. Dang it. So who won? Uh, you got a clean sweep. Three to one. Nice. And Dana won as well. Hey, Dana, congrats. Thank you so much, Steve. Way to go. Oh, listen, we're, we're a team. Where are you headed to, by the way? I know you're in the car right now. Where are you driving to, my friend? I'm in sales, so I'm out and about running to clients. Hey, you know what we say for sales? Always be closing. Go get it. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. All right. I love you. Appreciate it. Okay. Right. Love you guys. We love, love you. you. Bye. Bye. Shoot, dog. Hey, this uh, ain't great. Did I not do a good job this time? I was gonna say, not really. Good yeah. job, Mike. <laughs> good job. Why don't you ask some questions that people know? Yeah, sorry, little little Miss Sour Grapes over there because it wasn't Charlie Putnam Claude Jr. and Pickup Truck McGee where the answers this time. Uh, one armed Clay. <laughs> <laughs> Two foot Fred. Nine to seven is where the score sits. You guys want to do a tiebreaker for yes. fun? Yeah. All right. Helm starred in the fifth installment of this franchise in the role of Rusty. He decided to change his family's summer trip plans 
and instead took them on a road trip to the infamous Wally World. Go ahead, Donna. His wife was played by Christine Applegate. Uh, this is the uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. vacation. Yeah. That one was just called Vacation. It was the sequel to Vegas Vacation, but he played a grown-up Rusty with a family of his own. I don't remember that. 2015. That's why. I see, gro- I see grown-up movies now. Mm. Oh, boy. <laughs> mm. Whatever. What do you think? You're better than me? No. Dang it. Um... By the way, Mike, I watched Dumb Money last night. I oh, think nice. you would enjoy Dumb Money if you sure. haven't seen it. Yeah. It's on Netflix now. Paul Dano, Shailene Woodley, America Ferreira, Seth Rogen about the GameStop, the rise and fall, and then the meme stocks and all that. It was good. It was good. I think Mike would dig that. And I'm Donna Valentine. Donna, I was just I'm trying to... Oh, okay. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. All right, here's the story. If you have trouble sleeping, try brushing your teeth earlier. Good night. Hey, 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 what? hey, Donna, Donna, you've Assuming changed. You... you were real happy about it being hump day, and the show is going so fast and all that, and now you seem okay. A here, look at bag. Ever since you lost, if you brush your teeth before bed and then you have trouble falling asleep, you might want to change things up. Don't skip it all together. Mm-hmm. Or you'll, you know, be that gross person. Oh, I don't, listen, I don't, I don't always, always brush, my, brush teeth. my teeth before I go not to bed. not going to lie. And last time I went to the dentist, I had, uh, for like a normal cleaning, zero cavities. But did you have a lot of tartar? I didn't, I don't, look, as people, what are we doing? People, are you getting a root canal bit, today? It's canal day. Oh, great. I'm Sorry, canal- I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm canaling like a big dog today, but I have to tell you, my nerve is dead now. Okay. The thing that was throbbing through three sides of my face, I can't feel it at all now. So wow. I feel like a million bucks now. I'll probably be in a, you know, a little like they drilled my tooth pain tomorrow. But I'm just going to go in, say Novocaine me until my eyes start to cross okay. and uh, wake yeah, me when it's over. Yeah, you'll be great. You'll just be yeah. a little sore. But now it doesn't hurt. Like this is, now I feel like I'm at the position where if you would have had a scheduled root canal, it's like, oh yeah, you should get a root canal. Two weeks ago, it was emergency dental visit, crazy pain all over my face. It was the weirdest tooth pain I've ever had because it wasn't just a tooth. You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? It was your face. It was the top left row of my teeth, the bottom left row of my teeth, and my eye. Wow. It that's, was very weird. unpleasant. I'm so sorry. But now it's dead. It's great. I wanted them to yank it. Just yank R-I-P it. R.I.P. to your tooth nerve. It's Canal Day. Also, shout out to everybody who's bought the shirts. Hashtag Steve Strong. Hashtag Stand with Steve. <laughs> that's all. It was awesome. It blessed me when I found out about it. Thank you for setting it up, Donna. You got it. Uh, anyway, here's the deal. Brushing a little earlier before bed might be a good idea, okay? Any sort of activity right before bed can kind of jolt you awake. I'll say. And tell your body, ew, uh, it's not time to sleep yet. So that includes brushing your teeth, washing your face, turning on a bright light in your bathroom. So Mm. try it like 30 minutes before bed, not right before bed. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I think that that's good. Yeah, and then just like don't eat after. Do you ever get up in the middle of the night and eat? No. I know a lot of people who do, who get up and they go and get a snack. I'm like, 
Freaking Grant will do that. He said he'll wake up in the middle of the night and go eat a sandwich. I'm like, what are you, Fred Flintstone? <laughs> he'll what eat a whole doing? sandwich? Yes, he's told us this on the air before. I mean, I, I think there are people who've taken Ambien and done weird stuff like that. No, but there are people who wake up, like when we all wake up to pee, they're like, I got to pee. It's 3.32. You know what? I'm going to have a hoagie. <laughs> like, who are these? I know. Garfield, what are you? Just getting That's up and tr- reheating some lasagna quick? It, I never get hungry in the middle me. of the night. I've, even, and even if I am hungry, I'm too tired to drag my butt downstairs to the kitchen. Yeah. Right? And then what are you doing? Are you ma- are you going into the bread drawer, getting two pieces of bread, right. then finding deli Mayo meat? and yeah. You're using a butter knife at three in the morning, you <laughs> freaks. Go back to bed, you psychopaths. Right. <laughs> What's going on? I, and then you confuse your dogs. Grant's got two dogs. You know what I mean? They're probably like, wait, what? I want to go out. You're just disrupting everything. Do you know other people who eat in the middle of the night, that like midnight snack thing? I know people who have said they've gotten up and gotten a snack. Never in my life. Like, even if it's a piece of cheese or something like that, they'll get up or yogurt. I'm like, yogurt? You're getting a spoon? What? <laughs> You're tearing the lid off? You're peeling right. something in the middle of the night? This is insanity. That is so strange to me. I know, right? I just can't imagine. It, it is, when I pee, it is operate. First of all, I spend 10 to 20 minutes laying in bed telling myself, that I can get through this without getting up Me and too. Me too. And it usually ends with, what's the worst that happens? You wet the bed. And then I'm like, all right, I'll get up. And then I pee, but I lights off. I'm trying to pee blindfolded. I just want to stay in as sleepy of a state as possible Correct. and then get Same. right back into it. I hear you, man. And then do, the, do these sandwich eaters, these middle of the night sandwich <laughs> eaters, do they then go back into bed after they have their... I don't know. Hoagie? Or do they stay up and like scroll the internet? I have no idea. We want to hear from people who get snacks in the middle of the night. 651-641-1071. Call now. We have questions for you. No judgment, but derogatory questions. That's next <laughs> Donna and Steve. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve here on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. And Steve and I have questions for you middle of the night eaters. People who get up and they get a snack at like three in the morning. Yeah, this is when the rest of us get up to pee. They're like, okay, let me quickly pee and then make a club sandwich. Who are you, freaks? <laughs> Why are you doing this? What's going on? Uh, we have so many of you, we say freaks with love and respect, who have called in. Donna, who should we go to first? Uh, how about Angela? Hi, Angela. Good morning. Good morning. How uh, are you guys? We're doing well. We're good. Okay, so you are a middle of the night eater. Explain to us what happens with you in the middle of the night and what you go and get. Okay, so I just don't understand how you guys have never woken up and just been in the cheese drawer. <laughs> I honestly like you, don't recall. You, no, you wake up to pee, you do that, and then you like you come to without even turning the light on, and you're suddenly in the cheese drawer. It's it's the best part of life. How close are you to the bathroom? How close is your sleeping see, quarters? My kitchen. See, my kitchen is on the same floor as my bedroom. So it's just bath. a few steps I away. I don't think if I yeah. knew that the kitchen was down the hall, I would be going there, though. So wait, you go, and you're like, okay, let me get a slice of cheese, and then what, do you just walk back to your bed now? Yeah, yeah, you just have a little cheese, and you just go back to sleep. You know, you don't, like, you know, eat the whole wedge. You just have, like, a bite oh, or I a see. slice or something. You're like a little <laughs> mouse. <laughs> I like... I mean, I'm telling you, she's in the middle of the night, the best thing ever. And I like that you have a drawer just 
committed to cheese. Well, there's a well, drawer, yeah, drawer that your cheese is. I, I mean, we're, we're raised and born on cheese. It's the best thing in the whole world. Okay. Thank you so much for the call. We appreciate that. Who should we go to next, Mike? Let's go to Alan. Alan, hi. Uh, Alan, are you a middle-of-the-night eater? Oh, buddy, let me raise you one. So <laughs> just a short little story here. Back when I first uh, was working at FedEx, I had only I was considered the weekend guy because I had only worked two days a week, and I was with roommates, so rent was really cheap. And so during most of the weekdays, I would set an alarm specifically for midnight so I could wake up and have a meal. What? You would set an alarm? Yeah, because I didn't have to work that day. I only worked the weekend, so I had all day to sleep and do whatever I wanted. But why would you wake yourself up if you... Yeah, just keep sleeping and then eat when you wake up. How about that for for an idea? When I wake up and have that meal and I go back to sleep, I I, I just knock out even more. Okay. Yeah, it puts you into a... A better second wave of sleep. All right, I got you, Alan. Thank you so much for the call. We love you. Um, Who's next, Donna? Trish. Trish, uh, we're talking to middle-of-the-night eaters. Donna and I have never done this, where you wake up, take a leak, and then go to your fridge. (laughs) Uh, But apparently Trish has. Trish, what do you go to in the middle of the night? I mean, I... This is... Am I the weird one? I rarely make through the night without getting up and having something to eat. What are you talking about? You must have (laughs) weird hours. Do you have weird work hours? No, I honestly don't. I don't. My hours are totally normal. I go to bed at 1030 and usually wake up at about 7. But, um, yeah, 2 a.m., I'll have a banana, a bowl of yogurt, a bowl of cereal. I mean, it's never, like, I'm never making a sandwich. But are you? But are, if the bowl of cereal? Are you going, getting a bowl, putting cereal in, and then milk and finding a spoon and eating the whole damn thing? Well, yeah. How else do you eat cereal? I, yeah. I know that's a, that's a fair question. Um, it's weird to me that wow. you don't do this. You I don't think I've ever it. done it. Even like in my days when I was going out and you know to the bars right like a middle of the night craving yeah, like after I you had too pizza. much to drink what um well, wh- like the last guy said I, you sleep so good after that middle of the night snack you you go back to sleep and you just it's the best sleep how ever. many nights That's a week huh? do you do this typically <laughs> four Holy smokes. Trish, this is amazing. Thank you for your call. Thank you for your bravery. We can't tell if we're talking to the minority or if we are the minority. We're not sure yet. Exactly. Who to next? Uh, Mikey? Hey, Mikey. Welcome to the show. How are you? Good. A middle of the night eater? Yes. And part of it, I think, is routine. Like like someone said earlier, it also affects the animals because then they think that, oh, it's 8 o'clock in the morning. Everyone's getting up. I need to eat. But it's, it breaks down. You're not making the full sandwich. You're not getting out lettuce, tomatoes, onions. <laughs> you, you find the simplest way. To, I honestly grew up where you don't waste food. So I'm used to quick, fast, Miracle Whip mayonnaise sandwich. Straight bread and Miracle Whip is my go-to. In the middle so of I, the night, sir. Yes. I have been known. Okay, don't laugh. But you know the foil when you open a brand new jar of mayo? Yes. I fold that in half and stick it in the middle, and that's my knife. Because I'm the only one that uses it in the middle of the night. So then I just open the jar, and there's my middle. I grab it. I spread it on the bread, fold it in half. It's my midnight mayo taco. This is, you said, (laughs) you 
Said it all right there. Mikey, God bless you. Thank you so much for the call. Uh, we got a couple more we'll try to sneak in before we go to break. Middle of the night eaters, you creeps, you're apparently everywhere. Who's next? Uh, That's all we got right now. So. Oh, I want to know from Zamboni. Are, do oh, you do this? Or not you? once, no. I'm I, a hard sleeper. When I'm out, I'm out, and I'm, I don't wake up again. Okay, I get that. And I'm not a hard sleeper, but mm-hmm. when I'm in bed, I'm like, even if I wake up, you know some people, if they can't fall back asleep, they'll start like looking at the internet sure. or watching a show. I don't do that. Not I just suffer. I lay there and I just flop. From my side to my back to my other side, back to my back. I, it doesn't even occur to me to get... And I eat dinner really early. I eat dinner at like four, between four and five. Wow, blue plate special. If Lou, if I heard Lou getting back into the bed and her just going like... <sighs> and she told me that she had just had a granola bar <laughs> or an apple or a Miracle Whip taco. Right. <laughs> That would wake me up. I wouldn't go back to sleep there because I'd be so shocked and curious. This is, even having heard from a handful of you, which I know there are many more of you out there, that is, I cannot make sense of the middle of the night desire to eat something in the middle of sleep. Are are we doing it wrong? I don't know. I mean, (laughs) I guess if you had a piece of pizza. Piece of pizza. Eat some pizza. Pizza, pizza. In the middle of the night. I could see how it could press you deeper into the mattress. I can't because to me, food gives you energy. Oh, see, I don't think it makes meal. you sleepy. I think food energizes me. Right? When was the last time you had food? I had breakfast this morning, and look at me. I feel great. Wow. Thank no, you but all is for the it, food is supposed to be energizing. It's not like you're eating Thanksgiving dinner in the middle of the night. No, but a lot of people, like us, after you have dinner, you feel like, okay, I'm ready to sit down now. Huh. Huh. <laughs> Let's stop here. All right. When we come back. In uh, the middle of the night. That's a Billy Joel song. Know, right? We got a dirt alert coming your way in another hour of this. Bye. No, just say bye.